Welcome to another edition of Trifecta Soccer Talk. I am your host, Tanner Arbello. Today we're appearing week three of the 2022 Major League Soccer season for the New England Revolution. New England will host Real Salt Lake this Saturday at Gillette Stadium. It's a 7.30 p.m. kick for the Revolution. This is a very busy stretch of games for them. This past Saturday they had the home opener against FC Dallas. Then they hosted Pumas in like one of the 2020 CONCACAF Champions League quarterfinals on Wednesday. And now they're going to host Real Salt Lake. Revolution so far this week are a perfect 2-0. Um, but, you know, it's a busy stretch for them. So they're going to be hosting Real Salt Lake, who's coming in with the same record as the Revolution. A 1-0-1 record. They both have four points. In the case of Real Salt Lake, this is a team that has only scored one goal so far this year. But they haven't conceded a goal yet. Um if you look at this Real Salt Lake team, it is sort of interesting. Um, you know, last year they were the seventh seed in the Western Conference after going 14, 14, and six. Um, you know, they sold the team in January officially to no, do ownership group. And whenever you change hands, uh, whether it be ownership or if it's in the sporting department, uh, you're going to see sort of change, right? And they haven't had that opportunity yet to implement that kind of change. Um, so this is a team that might look very different in the summer and then in the off season. Um, from a roster composition. Um, you know, I think the story here, though, uh, for this match for Revolution fans is going to be the return of Scott Caldwell, who comes back after playing nine seasons in New England, left for Real Salt Lake this offseason. Caldwell has actually played two games for Real Salt Lake, and um, there's actually a media availability this week with Scott Caldwell, who sort of gave him some insight as to why he departed New England. So we're going to hear from Caldwell. Yeah, you know, I... So obviously when uh out there for nine years and um we you know, we accomplished a good amount. Obviously not uh, you know, any trophies other than last year Sporter Shield, uh which was an outstanding year and something that I'll always remember. Um you know, it came to the point where I wasn't as um, you know, much of a, a factor in the team and I wasn't going to be contributing as much as I felt like I, I could and, and wanted to. And um, so I think, the, you know, this is probably what you're reaching for, but that, that was the main reason, you know, I feel like I can contribute and help to Salt Lake and we can, uh, you know, accomplish things here that I wasn't able to uh, ultimately back, back in New England and just hoping to win trophies um, in my career. It is interesting to see Scott come back, you know, 30-year-old midfielder, um, homegrown player from Weymouth, uh, member of the community, you know, long-time Revolution player. Fans love Scott Caldwell, um, you know, ultimately a good guy, even dealing with the media. Um, you know, that's not always the case with some players. And, and he always put in a good shift. Um, you know, whenever he was on the field, he tried. I think when Bruce Arena came in, he was sort of the odd man out. The overall talent of the roster rose to the point where Scott Caldwell was no longer really starting caliber. Uh, you know, last year he really came off the bench for the revolution. And in his answer that we just heard, you know, he wanted to be more of a contributor. Um, he felt like he could be more of a contributor, and that wasn't in New England. But a team like Real Salt Lake, who doesn't exactly have top talent, isn't going to win the Western Conference. You know, Scott Caldwell can start for that team. Um, and that's not saying Scott Caldwell can't start for a team that's capable of lifting trophies. It's just... I think MLS has taken that next step, and a, a player like Caldwell at this point in his career is more of a role player, um, you know. And clearly, he saw things a little bit differently. And that's why he departed for an opportunity where he can start. Um, so good for Scott, 
I think we've seen a lot of longtime players depart New England under Bruce Arena's tenure. You had Diego Fagundes depart, you had Teal Bunbury, and then you had Scott Caldwell. Um, and I think that just that sort of just occurs, right? That's natural. Uh, whenever you have a sporting director come in or a head coach, they're going to have their favorites, right? They're going to have their favorite veteran players that they like to deploy, and there's going to be certain players that fit their system better. And I think Caldwell was a very good piece for the Revolution to have off the bench. Uh, but I think you can get by having a Maciel off the bench or a Tommy McNamara. And, you know, obviously Matt Polster is going to start over a guy like Caldwell. So, you know, he's cleared the odd man out. It was tough to see him depart. He's actually looked pretty good for Real Salt Lake so far. He's an 89.7% pass completion, um, which is pretty impressive considering he started both games for Real Salt Lake. It's good to see him come back. And, and certainly Scott Caldwell's going to get a hero welcome at Gillette Stadium in front of the home crowd. For the Revolution, as I mentioned earlier, this is a game and a busy stretch of games for them. You know, they won 3-0 against Pumas on Wednesday night, and now they're going to host Real Salt Lake. And then they have to fly to Mexico to play Pumas next Wednesday. And with CONCAT Champions League taking precedent for the team, and the fact that they went with their choice starting lineup against FC Dallas and Pumas, this game against Real Salt Lake, they're likely to play more fresh legs. I'd be shocked to see really anyone in the lineup that had been in the lineup on Wednesday. Maybe you'll see a handful. Maybe you'll see a couple guys come off the bench. But I think for the most part, you're going to see a pretty fresh starting 11. Uh, maybe guys like Noel Buck, uh, like Ryan Spaulding, Maciel, maybe Captoon, uh, John Bell, maybe AJ De La Garza, maybe Renix, Damian Rivera. So I would like to see the Revolution really deploy a starting lineup that maybe looks more like a Revs 2 lineup right? Or, you know, some version of that and really give these players the opportunity on the major league soccer stage. You know, the revolution of signed players from their second team to the first team, you know, they, these are players that performed well, either in the academy and then perform well at revs two, or came from somewhere else, perform well at revs two, and then earn that promotion to the first team. And when you give a player that promotion, there should be an expectation of playing time. And obviously they can still play for revs two once that season begins next month. But I would like to see them give the opportunity to these players. Otherwise, what was the point of signing them in the first place to the first team? So we'll see. We'll see what Bruce Arena ends up doing. It'll be interesting to see what they do if they're in a position late in the game. You know, talking about the 70th minute and on. If they're knotted up or down a goal. If Bruce makes substitutes to bring on, to go for a goal. You know, whether or not he's going to bring in a player like uh, Carlos Hill off the bench. Or Gustavo Bo or Adam Buxo or... You know, is Jose Altar even going to start, potentially? Uh, not as a sub, but you know, maybe he starts, or maybe he comes out as a sub. But it'll be interesting to see how Bruce approaches it late in the game. If he's tempted to maybe burn a player um, in the sense of not giving them the full game rest to actually go out and get that result against Real Salt Lake. Because I do ultimately think that if the Revolution get a point here, it's okay. Yeah, you're at home against an opponent that you know hasn't conceded a goal yet this year, but not exactly scary, uh, you know. I wouldn't be too threatened about Real Salt Lake. So I think you do want three points. You want to maximize your points at home. But the entire focus has to be on going down to Mexico and then seeing out a result. And putting yourself in the best position to do that is important against Real Salt Lake. So if that means Carlos Hill doesn't play at all, if that means Gustavo Bo, Buxa, any of these key players don't see the field and you come away with a point, that's fine. You know, it's tough to talk yourself into that. But... I think CONCACAF Champions League at this point matters more. Major League Soccer can come later. It is a long season in Major League Soccer. You're going to draw games. You're going to lose games. You're going to win games. 
that's sort of part of it. Uh, and I think the Revolution can afford not to get the three points in this game. Um, so if it's knotted up at the end, to see out the result. Um, it's sure to be tempting to go get three if it's there, but you know I think this is one of those games that you kind of give players that don't get a lot of minutes some time, get them some MLS experience, and ultimately take that um, as a benefit of this game as well. So we're going to hear from Revolution Sporting Director and Coach Bruce Arena. Uh, he's going to give his thoughts about what lineup we could see on Saturday. Uh, the game this Saturday against Salt Lake is going to be big for us. We have some players that are going to need to be rested from last night's game. So, you know, we're going to put out a, a pretty fresh team on the field and hopefully we can get three points. This match against Real Salt Lake is going to air on TV 38, MyRI TV, and then nationally it'll be streaming on ESPN+. Plus. It'll be on uh, 95 The Sports Hub. That's it here for Traffic Soccer Talk. I've been your host, Tanner Rebell. We're going to be back recapping Revolution versus Real Salt Lake on Sunday. And then early next week we'll be previewing leg two of Revolution versus Pumas, which you know is gonna be obviously the critical match here in this next couple weeks. Um you know if the Revolution can actually advance in CONCACAF and you know really build to potentially being the first major league soccer team to ever win uh Champions League. That'd be huge for them. Um so thank you for watching. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Tanner Rebello. Make sure to read TrifactorNetworkSports.com. Make sure to like, share, subscribe this pot this video show, this podcast is available on YouTube, Facebook and every major podcast platforms. Thank you for watching and have a great weekend, everyone.